Betsy Ann Thomas here for the American Intelligence Media. Today is January 5th, 2020, and we're going to look at Iran today. Uh, Thomas, you have so much to say about Iran. I'm just going to leave it open, but somewhere in your conversation, please let's make sure to tie into what we're seeing out there in the Middle East with what's going on in the swamp with all of these subversive Iranians inside our government. Oh, well. That's going to be a tall order because John Kerry invited 1,500 Iranian spies into this country. We already know that because many of them have been found out and expelled. Uh, uh, I think uh, probably almost 100 of them. So 1,500 Iranian spies came in when John Kerry did the deal with Iran, which was to do what? Support terrorism. Support Soleimani. Support the Iranian Revolutionary Guard, which has now been uh, determined to be not only the uh, the uh, Ayatollah Khomeini's uh, personal guard and the personal guard of the uh, Muslim theocracy of Iran over Persian people, by the way. I want to go back to that in a minute. But what's really happening is the same old thing that's always been happening, that the people who are part of the government, when they get out of the government, including John Kerry, Hillary Clinton, including Obama, they have already made the deals with everybody so they get their payoffs. They get their emoluments after they're out of office. John Kerry gave, of course, uh, 1.4 or more. That's actually the tip of the iceberg. Uh, Let's just call it billions of dollars to Iran because that's just the cash that was given. And then that was the payoff for supposedly hundreds of millions of dollars that we uh, froze of their money, and then Obama decided to give them interest on it and then give them gave them the money and pallets of cash. That pallets of cash are still going on, and Angela Merkel has taken over now that Trump has put sanctions on Iran. But it's a very complicated scenario. Um, I don't even know where to begin, but let, it, it, this is about oil, okay? And this is about China, and Russia moving into Iran and kicking out Britain and France. And it used to be Britain and France were our, were our uh, allies. They are no longer our allies. They lie and cheat. They tell us false information. They get us involved in wars and conflicts that are all fake. They supported the Obama continuous bombing of seven countries. Remember, Barack Obama dropped more bombs than any other president in history. He bombed somebody almost literally every single day, but there was bombing going on every single day of his eight years. And so when Trump decides to do what Obama couldn't do and all of that bombing, because Obama was bombing innocent people to create refugees for the scam of the United Nations and what's what's going on in Turkey and what's going on in Syria and what's going on in Iraq. And basically these countries that were bombed were to create refugees for a huge flow of billions and trillions of dollars. So in other words, the oil in Iran is what it used to be about, but Trump has now made that moot because we don't need them. We're independent, so why are we fighting there? Because it was always a lie that we needed them for oil. That was the Rockefeller lie in Saudi Arabia and the British and the uh, Dutch Shell and and the associations to the Rockefellers and the Seven Sisters and uh, British Petroleum and the French, uh, they had their piece of the pie. That's the way it was carved up after uh, uh, the World Wars. 
And so what we're seeing now is you got a Peter Strzok, who's a third generation CIA, second generation CIA, but third generation, he's Peter Strzok III. They're Iranians. He was raised in Iran He was uh, and in Saudi Arabia. He speaks uh, Arab fluently. And he was the CIA contact for all of the nonsense. And his dad was the guy who put the Shah of Iran in power uh, uh, through the CIA in Iran to try to restore the peacock throne through the Shah of Iran. That was the CIA. That was Peter Strzok's dad, Peter Strzok Sr. You've got Peter Strzok and Lisa Page, Valerie Jarrett, uh, Huma Abedin. These, they, they all have these Iranian connections. And, of course, we've identified these to be members of the Senior Executive Service, and we know where all that leads. You're absolutely right. The Muslim Brotherhood and the Iranian Revolutionary Guard uh, supports Hezbollah and Hamas and supports uh, basically ISIS and ISIL in Syria. And we have them on our southern border coming across all the time. They're the ones with the weapons. Okay, remember that. Hezbollah and, uh, uh, is getting a stronghold in South America, and they're coming up. They were coming up in these caravans. They were planning to bring up hundreds of thousands of warfighters that they already mustered in South America. So Iran had to be given money by Obama to keep up terrorism so that there would be chaos throughout the world so there can be economic predatory, uh, basically uh, vampirizing of these countries. But what do we see now? You can see that with Russia and China trying to sneak in and take over Iran, trying to sneak in and take over Saudi Arabia, anywhere where there's oil. But it doesn't matter. We don't need their oil. And when new technologies come forth, we're not going to need your oil at all. And so this battle that really happened with the uh, Standard Oil Company and Aramco in Saudi Arabia uh, happened in Iran with the British and the French. And now they've been kicked out. And there were, there were secret pipeline deals that were being done that have all now been uh, abnegate, abnegated. Because why? Because China and Russia came rushing over to Iran to say, we'll give you any defense missile system you want. We'll give you any missiles you want. We'll give you anything you want. And we don't care that you are enriching uranium. They have one of the largest deposits, I think the fourth or fifth largest deposit of uranium in the world in Iran. And they have never stopped for one second enriching uranium. So the International Atomic Energy Agency, what a freaking joke. They're a bunch of idiots. It was found out when the second set of sanctions with Trump was put on, what did they come out and say? The Ayatollah came out and bragged that we never stopped enriching uranium. We have t more of it than you can possibly imagine. And we have our underground facilities. And then the what happened, the Israelis had already said this, and they had pointed at some of these facilities and some of these records, but their nuclear program never stopped for one second. Trump needs to bomb them next. And those are some of the 52 sites that he has. I can name you a lot of those sites, but here's the deal. In all the time that they could have dropped, that Obama, who was an expert at drone bombs, especially killing people in weddings, killing innocent people, uh, you know, but never going after the leaders of the uh, Islamic terrorists, right? the fundamentalist Islamic terrorist. No, he never killed any of them. But what does Trump do? He waits until the leaders of all of them, okay, Soleimani had Hezbollah and Hamas 
He had the the uh, the fake fighters in Iraq who were actually the Revolutionary Guard. Who and then he had the Syrian leaders. He had, that was the conclave of the worst of the worst getting ready to do a really big move. And I'll tell you why they were doing the big move in a second. Uh, and this has barely been mentioned by anybody. Trump isn't telling us the whole story. He never does because what, with these kinds of matters because it's top secret. He didn't tell Schumer. He didn't tell Pelosi because why? They're leakers. He told uh, Lindsey Graham. He told others. Why? Because they knew this was long time coming. When you have that many assets in two cars out on a tarmac and you have a perfect shot on it because you have a drone that is flying over your own secured airport, yes, which in fact does have U.S. troops on it and none of them were hurt. Nobody was hurt but the people they wanted. And then later they went after a convoy of them who had already left and were going out into, uh, away from Baghdad and they blew them up too. Where nobody else was, just those particular cars. Why hasn't this been done before? Because we were paying them. Those were our agents, but they weren't even extortionists. These were not ex terrorist extortionists. No, these were agents of John Kerry, Hillary Clinton, Obama. The whole gang worked on this together. And what is it really about? It's about the oil in between Qatar and Iran, which has yet to be pulled up. A huge basin of, uh, I think it's one of the certainly top five in the world ever, and it's sitting there. So they have to keep Saudi Arabia. They have to give Yemen, Iran had to give what? Russian, Chinese, Ukrainian missiles. To whom? To the their own agents in Yemen to shoot missiles at Saudi Arabia. For the first time ever, Saudi Arabia has the same missiles that are being launched at Saudi Arabia, the same missiles being launched at Israel out of Syria. When will this stop? When was Obama going to do something? The only time Obama bombed these people in Yemen was to help the enemy. And he did that the night before Trump was inaugurated. Well, the, his last deed was to bomb Yemen to kill some more innocent people and to make sure that the Iranian control of Yemen through their own group of terrorists, which were going after Saudi Arabia, because Saudi Arabia is fighting with Qatar, as you notice, over who has the rights for this oil, and it's in between Iran and Qatar. Well, all they need to do is whip out some thorium, and they won't need to worry about that oil anymore. I mean, this is just ridiculous that we are wasting human lives fighting over a phantom resource, because if we were to release the technologies that we know are available right now today, oil would be just sand. Yes, and as Trump says, let them fight it out themselves. Yes. So right now he's letting Russia fight out a little bit of the Syrian thing, but it's also showing exactly who uh, Bashir is. Uh, uh, and it, it, it's showing what the real plan in Syria is. Once we backed out, the real plan was what? for the Turks and Erdogan to kill the Kurds. Okay, that's the plan, folks. I told everyone that a long, long time ago. Turkey wants to act like the Armenian pogrom didn't happen. That's who you're dealing with. They, it's unbelievable that, you, that people can't predict these things. So 
when the when Muhammad died and his successor was there was a contention between the successor the Shiites and the Sunnis were created right they've been killing each other ever since so Iran or Shiites at uh, now remember we backed the Shiites in Iran and then we had the CIA go in and have the Shah of Iran take over underneath the auspices of the Persians coming back to power and yes, the Persians have been there 5,000 years and they're a great, great, great nation and a, a history that is beyond imagination. But guess what? When that theocracy of fundamentalist Shiite Muslims came into that country, the Persians were subjugated. They're the ones who are suffering right now by the sanctions. And they're the ones who have been killed. Thousands have been killed. We don't even know how many people have been killed because the sanctions created the economic collapse no one's talking about. And if it wasn't for Angela Merkel giving hundreds of millions of dollars, again, in cash, directly to a group of people who are the number one terrorist group in the world, the, the Iranian Revolutionary Guard, who supports all these groups I mentioned, and who again and again and again and again and again Israel has had to blow up the long supply lines coming from Iran through Iraq into Syria, into Lebanon, into Palestine, the Palestinians. And, and they blow it up and nobody does anything. There have been over 300 missiles given. But where did the Iranians get these missiles? From their new best friends, the Russians and the Chinese. And they have been launched from Syria. Recently, now, and this is the reality that Trump was just shown, and these are part of the 52 he is designated with a big red X and said, yeah, blow them up. Weak Israel keeps blowing up the 30 embankments of missiles that launched the 300 missiles at them for over the last year. Idiot people who don't know there is a war in the Middle East right now between Iran and Israel are allied. You're just, you're ridiculous. I, I, I want to call you names, but wake up. The war has been going on for a long time. The missiles have been flying practically every single day. And when the missiles aren't flying, then they're dropping these other things. So there's a gigantic war going on. We haven't got involved, but we were going to get involved because of the following. The missile embankments that Israel blew up in Syria had Iranian Revolutionary Guard and Quds commanders there. So they keep killing them. So they move them to where? Iraq. Those are the ones that Soleimani was there to coordinate to start the new missiles being launched from Iraq to basically tell Americans, sorry, you didn't win this war at all. We're right back to doing what we want. Now we're just Shiite terrorists instead of Sunni terrorists. And remember, we, the CIA, Americans, put Saddam Hussein in power so that for 10 years, we supplied weapons to both Iran and Iraq so they would fight each other to kill each other, Sunnis and Shiites, until there's none left because they basically vowed to do that. If we get out of the way, they will kill each other. And that's just a matter of fact. Look at the civil war going on in Iraq. So that what the missile embankments in Iraq. Now, Israel won't bomb Tehran. And Iran, guess what? Trump will. Well, on all of this, what's uh, Logan Act Lurch doing? Uh, Lurch? You mean uh, 
John Kerry? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you called him Lurch? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. I he mean, is come on. What I mean, this is an obvious violation of the Logan Act. Everyone who can read can see this. We cannot allow this to go unpunished. John Kerry, son, Christopher Hines, along with Hunter Biden, got a $1.5 billion deal with China. Nobody gets those deals, okay? And then they got, of course, endless Ukrainian deals. We won't even go into that. So John Kerry is as corrupt as he can be, and Emoluman is his middle name. And he was working with uh, Zarif, the basically the Secretary of State of Iran. He is uh, had... Uh, Basically, I make the joke that he's on his uh, speed dial on his phone because they've talked to each other so much. And Kerry has come out in the public and said he will do what he wants. And he's trying to salvage the stupid deal that he had with the Iranians, which was, here's the deal. You go on ahead and you do all the nuclear you want. You enrich all the uranium you want. You make all the whatever you want. We're going to give you the money to build the nuclear plants exactly like we did with North Korea. And then we're going to play like none of that is going on with the International Atomic Energy Agency. We're going to play like, you know, they, you're really letting them look at what's going on. But here's the deal. We're going to go ahead and never do anything against you directly because we're going to act like, and this is their story, that you're not extorting us, but that in fact, if we say anything to hurt your feelings or if we retaliate against your suicide bombers or we retaliate against your hundreds of missiles that have already been launched in an an endless war in many, many, many countries. The millions of people who have already died because of radical Islamic terrorism, if we act like we're going to stand up to you, it's going to create more of you. That's the stupidest logic I've ever heard. But that's the kind of logic that goes along with jihad. That's the kind of logic that allowed, and I, I, I want to be very clear about this, the Christians did the same thing. We killed Protestants, and Protestants killed Catholics. And there's been a lot of religious wars. And when when the Christians got rolling, they killed a lot of people. And they killed a lot of women just to take their land. And they killed a lot of people, and they hated a lot of Jews. And so this isn't unusual, but anytime a theocracy takes over a government, anytime a religion takes over a government, it spells fascism well, and socialism and communism, but it also spells dictatorship and it spells the autocracy that we see in Iran right now. Folks, every single person who supported Soleimani with their remarks and put Trump down, according to the U.S. Patriot Act and the U.S. Freedom Act, you are now considered a war actor. You are a terrorist because you have supported a terrorist with your public statement. Do you not know that when you support a terrorist, you can be put in Gitmo for the rest of your life without any representation. You're no longer a citizen well, of the United well, wait States. Wait a minute. What about all these CNN commentators and their support now of Soleimani and what an outstanding leader he was? What's going to happen to them if they keep that narrative going? That should be added to their charges of treason, sedition, and attacks upon the national well, security is, of America. This is very serious. It is unbelievable serious. Because what they want is to take Trump down any way they can. So if a war can be created... Now, let's remember, the Iranians have attacked us during Obama's time, literally, sorry, hang on to your hats, In the, uh, with their ships, those little boats they have, they've attacked us hundreds of times. Hundreds of times. They've attacked drones. They've attacked our ships. They've, uh, they've uh, attacked British ships. They've attacked 
everybody you can possibly imagine. They had done everything wrong you can possibly imagine, all under the auspices that it was in their territorial waters, which were all lies. So we have had the provocation that is beyond the beyond. There's no, there have been false flag provocations that were based upon nothing that got us into huge wars. We have had hundreds, I forget the last count I saw, 130 or more, 230 or more Iranian attacks upon other nations. Now that does not account, that does not count at all for the ones that they paid other people to do through Hezbollah, through ISIS to ISIL, to you know the Shiite militia, militia in in uh, in, in in the Congo, in uh, in uh, Somalia, in uh, uh, Uganda, in Libya, in Syria, in come on anywhere you have fundamentalist, radical Islamic terrorists, you have money directly from Iran. And that's the reason Trump had to put sanctions on them to find out who his enemies were. Who were the enemies? Who broke the sanctions? Angela Merkel, Russians and Chinese, and North Koreans. But the North Koreans can't help, really. So what did you get to see? You get to see who the real enemies were. So they want that oil that is between Qatar and Iran. So Russia and China, at this moment, they are so desperate because they're in the last throes of the petrodollar. They're in the last throes of petro-globalist control of the world. They're in the last days of OPEC. They're in the last days of playing like we need fossil fuels. We have so many new technologies that can replace them. It's absolutely absurd. So we're seeing the end of basically oil empires that were built upon who could build the pipelines the fastest and get the ships to where they wanted with the oil. That is, it's seeing the end of its day and we're seeing the corruption and it's become so overt. It's like the uh, impeachment in DC. The more it goes on, the more the demon rats reveal who they are, okay? So the more it goes on with Iran, the more we get to see who our enemies are, the more we get to see that the old way that it was set up, that oil would control the world, that was a Henry Kissinger gift to all of us, by the way, OPEC and Henry Kissinger, who says we're supposed to go with China now? You're a loser, Henry Kissinger. China is passe. Trump made them history, okay? And if after his next four years, if there is another MAGA candidate uh, after him, it is the end of Chinese dominance. But even worse than that, it could be the end of communism in China. I'm going to go ahead and predict that right now. With another eight to 10 years of MAGA and the same kind of, uh, people call it, trade wars. These aren't trade wars. This is reclaiming what was given by Hillary Clinton to the Chinese. And then she tried to do it with the Russians. And she's done it with the Iranians. And she did it with the North Koreans. So it's the same old story. So as soon as that ends, and Trump is putting an end to all of those things, then globalism in America will come to its end. China will have no more control. We will laugh at little Kim because we will simply blow up his missiles on the pad with accelerated particle beams. It's really not a problem. We will laugh at any theocracy that wants to threaten death to all Americans because we will simply now blow up your leaders who come out blatantly and threaten us with, un with absolute certain death, nuclear annihilation if you had it, missile annihilation, the annihilation of our allies and everything else that we see nonstop, absolutely nonstop 
from theocracies that are Muslim, whether they be Shiites, Sunni, whether they be uh, Wahhabists, whether they be Salafists, it doesn't really matter. When it comes down to it, any theocracy is wrong. Any monarchy is wrong. There are no people that are a higher type of nature, a divine nature than other people. No such thing. Monarchies can't exist. There can be no such thing as a communist government that will ever be effective. It will fail. It will falter because autocracy will eventually end once you subjugate your people completely. We're already seeing this with the digital subjugation, the cyber subjugation of China right now, aren't we? That's what Hong Kong is. That's going to happen all over China. Because why? They get to see that they're killing over a million and a half Uyghur Muslims by using this dragonfly cyber social uh, credit system that they have in China. And it's the same thing they're using in Hong Kong. It's the same thing they use anywhere where there's Chinese influence. And it was coming to America. And it was a half an inch away from taking over America. If Hillary would have become the president, it would have been the end. That would have been the end of our constitution. Because she believes and has said it before, it is just a piece of paper. And we got to see what happens when she has power and control. We get to see when John Kerry, when Obama, when they have power and control, what do they do? They go completely nuts. They become a little Kim. They become uh, a Chi. They become a Putin. Now, Putin's much more shrewd than them. They just become a dictator, and they think that they have the power to control, but they don't because they forget that this is not a democracy. This is a constitutional republic. We elected them, and we can unelect them, these politicians in America. But we have to get rid of the unelected politicians, the, which are the senior executive service members, who support the same establishment bureaucracy status quo that we have seen now continuously for decades and through one corrupt White House president after the next. So when a non-corrupt president comes in, they throw everything they have at him. But what are they throwing? They're throwing everything that's around them, their own crimes. You got Biden throwing his own crimes back in the face of Trump. I refuse to come, says Joe Biden, and testify before the Senate, even if it's a duly uh, created trial. Okay, uh, is that not obstruction of the Senate? Well, is that not what they're trying Trump for, for impeachment? So, you know, there's no logic going on. We're not in a logic age. We're in post-truth age. We're in a falsehood politics age. We're in an age where if you don't have discernment, you're not going to be able to figure out what's going on. But when you do have discernment, you're going to see that the people who are running the shadow government and then on a larger scale, the globalist deep state, they're really not that smart. They run the same rat lines of perdition, the same exact sins of the seven deadly sins that we have seen since Caligula in Roman times. It's nothing new. Give them the power. Look what happens. And when you don't prosecute a Hillary Clinton, what happens? She becomes even more emboldened to come out and do even worse. When you don't put James Comey in jail, what happens? He comes out and writes a book. He comes out every day and makes remarks. When you don't put Andrew McCabe and John Clapper and John Brennan in jail, what happens? They get paid more money than ever to be newscasters, lie casters. That's what we should call them now. And we have declared war on the lies in the media because until we take that down, the brainwashing of those people who really don't have 
um, well, they're un- uninformed and they're not very smart. And that's what you're describing as Democrats. I'm fr- sorry to have to say that if you can find a Democrat that believes that Trump needs to be impeached, then you found someone with an IQ below 100. Go ahead, test them. Look at the records and you will find that it's true because they have been brainwashed. When you have a higher IQ, you cannot be brainwashed and you cannot be hypnotized. Those people who are want to, those people who want to vote for Hillary Clinton or any of the Democrat candidates you see out there, a, a, a socialist, fascist, communist Bernie, I mean, let's remember, Obama's handler was Valerie Jarrett. Her dad was was the head of the Communist Department, uh, 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 Andrew Marshall Davis, who was a friend of Obama's, head of the Communist uh, 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 Party here in America. Her dad, Valerie Jarrett's dad, was his best friend. Okay, Valerie Jarrett is Iranian. What you see with these connections is unbelievable. It shows that there's nobody checking clearances. There's nobody working in the FBI that is actually looking at crimes. They're just simply covering the trails of the crimes of those that they're there to protect. The CIA needs to be closed because they're just there to uh, protect our corporations overseas. But those corporations don't pay any taxes. Why are we supporting them? We don't support all Americans. George Soros is an American. We don't support George Soros' 14 color revolutions, so we don't need the CIA, and we don't need any counterintelligence in the FBI or in the Department of Justice. That's insanity. We have a military to protect us from designated enemies. But if you have the U.S. Patriot Act and the U.S. Freedom Act, which was, of course, helped created by Robert Mueller, enforced by Robert Mueller, and, of course, the definitions were uh, messed with by John Brennan. That was their job, was to come in and place that so that they could use that against anybody that was their enemy. So you are all terrorists, according to those two acts. You are terrorist suspects. You are war actors at the moment that they can then accuse you. Not, no proof is necessary. So everyone who supports Soleimani is in fact a terrorist. And that would include all the Democrats and all the politicians and all the mainstream media who say so. Because nobody could be a worse enemy of America. And we had no better opportunity than to bomb him in a country where we are still there helping to protect them by their own requests. And we were getting, we were going to help Iraq not have to be bombed by us in those Many sites, the 52 sites, many of them that Trump has chosen are in Iraq because that's where the missiles are, Iranian missiles. And so we basically protected Iraq by killing the very people who are the commanders who are giving out these orders. So Trump continued to kill the the Baghdadis, continued to kill, kill any of the terrorists who are killing American citizens and continue to pull out of those areas when they... Uh, when we can, and to protect them if we're leaving embassies there. And so exactly what he's doing in Iraq, people think that's for the embassy. No, don't you get it, folks? The, uh, or anyone who's pre- preaching the opposite of this? The embassy attack was to show the descent of Iraqis against Americans so that when the missiles are launched, they won't be accused of being Iranian missiles. This is absolutely the stupidest plan that they could possibly come up with. Of course, Trump had to bomb them. And of course, Trump can't tell you all this. But if you don't know this, then you're simply either not watching the news, you don't care, or maybe you support Soleimani 
and you think that, hmm, we should have uh, uh, gone to the table and had discussions with him because he's a poet. And because, by the way, his, his veiled threat the other day was that he has Iranian agents here in America closer to Trump than Trump knows. That would be John Kerry and his gang. <laughs> 